Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my brilliant co-host, Mina Kunla-Sita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. Well, first, I just want to say happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. In our one-year anniversary of launching this podcast in January of 2018, and this is January 2019. Yeah, how far we have come in so little amount of time. <laughs> and you wonder why it's 69 episodes, but there's like 52 weeks. Well, we did, we doubled some podcast episodes on some mm-hmm. of those weeks. If you go back and listen, we did bonus episodes, ones that supported other episodes. So we have really done our work this year. So and actually that 69 is not counting that special series of subscription boss ones. So we've actually done like 75 total. Mm, subscription boss is a really popular package. So if you haven't found that, scroll back through your podcast and we'll put links in the show notes for you. But that's when we were sponsored by Crate Joy, which was yeah, amazing. Well, we were just babies. I think that was in when we were four months in. So crazy thinking back because it seems so distant. But that really, you know, thinking back to you, like Create Joy kind of put us on the map. And it was part of the reason was we had Julie Ball as our, was she, she our first or second interview on the podcast? She was one of the first people we interviewed on the podcast. And then Create Joy followed her. And then they found out about us and then they approached us. And then from there, there's so many people who grew subscription boxes with working with us and found us that way. So it was something that had happened that we had no idea what the result would be a year later. Yeah. I think Create Joy was basically trying to decide how they wanted to market. And then they were thinking about doing podcasts. So Jacqueline and I had to sell our tails off basically to get them to sponsor us. And we did it. We converted them into a sponsor and it was so exciting, like such a huge milestone for us. And it kind of changed how we taught on the podcast, basically made us far more structured. It was like basically we cranked out a course for subscription bosses, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's interesting in this reflection of a year and for all of you that have, you know, recently started businesses or you're in it and you think back to when you started, the things that you thought you were going to start with and where you end up, are not what you expected. And it's sort of, and that's what we see all the time. Like there's this magic to be an entrepreneur that you have the ability to pivot when needed. You have the ability ability to create as needed. You, you just, you can do what you need to do for your business, your company, for you yourself quickly. And well, yeah, you start to see what you love. So I've had the honor of seeing Jacqueline speak for instance. And the first few times I saw her speak, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is her element. And then you're just like taken aback by it, right? But you yourself don't see it because you're just like, oh, this is just an ordinary day. I'm just going to go speak or whatever. (laughs) And so then it's like you get to see those pieces of being translated into the podcast, right? Like Jacqueline speaking and then her getting on live video in our Facebook group and all of that kind of culminates. And you're just like, hey, this is actually really working. And these are the parts that we are really good at. 
And these are the parts that we're not so good at, you know? And you know, it's crazy too, thinking back, because this is over, obviously over a year ago, because we've now been working together for a long time, because we had the product boss prior to launching the podcast. But even I remember the first times that we ever got on the phone together, we did not know how to speak to each other <laughs> in real time. Right? We, we didn't realize it was practice for the podcast because yeah. Voxer just allows you to listen and to talk in your own time. So a lot of times we would talk over each other or, you know, at each other instead of with each other. And I think that as we started communicating more, we just, you know, our dynamics started getting, I mean, our dynamics always been amazing, but, you know, we've just realized how we best communicate with each other and brought that onto the podcast. And we were, when we record this, we record on Zoom with video so we can see each other. So we can actually also read each other's body language. Like, oh, she's about to speak. I'm sure you see like my mouth start to open. And you're like, oh, she's about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> so something incredible happened the other day on our actual one-year anniversary, right? So Mina and I were voxering as we do. And she's like, hey, did you see that email? We're talking on the phone, the rare instance that we're talking, because we are going for walks, simultaneous walks, mine in Iowa and Jacqueline's in our New Jersey. And so we were taking a walk while talking to each other. And I happened to check my email and I saw this review. Yeah. And so this, we got this and we were like, oh my God, hold on a sec. And it was on January 7th, which by the way, was the first podcast episode was launched on January 7th without even realizing. Okay. So this is what the message is. Jacqueline and Mina. I wanted to let both of you know how invaluable your podcast has been to me since I discovered the product boss last month. Until I found you guys, I honestly felt alone and a little helpless in my business. My products are glass paperweights designed to display images, artwork, crafts, and small mementos. I started the business photoweights.com 17 years ago. And at its peak, annual revenue was 225000 and I was doing extremely well. Somewhere along that way, though, I got lost. It happened after my father passed away and I found myself stepping in as a caregiver for my mom after she was injured in a fall. I struggled, got burnt out, and have been trying to keep my head above water ever since. When you're, walk- when you're working on your own, you have no employees and no quote-unquote biz bestie to turn to for inspiration and help along the way, it's easy to find yourself in a dark place with no easy way out. With your help, I'm excited about my business again and can't wait to make 2019 a huge success. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. And that is from Susan Easton at photoweights.com. And holy moly, right, Mina? Yeah, that email blew me away. I first of all, like how wonderful is the universe to connect us with her? And then she happens to email, you know, on our anniversary and just I don't know, I just it made me feel like, oh my gosh, I never even thought this was possible. Like surely beyond my dreams of what I had for the podcast was that email. Yeah. We like to talk, obviously. <laughs> we like to share information. But you know what's interesting? And if you followed along on our podcast, like you've probably heard Mina talk about um, when she connected with the Biz Chicks podcast with Natalie Ekdahl for when her daughter was in heart surgery and it was just a place for Mina to turn to. And they really connected in that way. And the Biz Chicks community is how I met Mina and cut to a year later after us launching a podcast that never in our wildest dreams did we ever think we were going to do, right? Like Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago. And then we get an email that's so touching for someone who 
we were also able to connect with during a time that she needed that. So I just want to add on to her email really fast. So we had basically asked her, can we share this? Like amazing timing. Can we share this on this episode we're recording? And she said, she said, yes, feel free to share it. And she said, it's a true testament how invaluable your podcast has been to me. Perhaps reading my email will let others know the importance of having a support system, whatever form that support me system may take. And this is what I love the most that she said. We all have a spark inside us. Sometimes you just need some fresh ideas, encouragement, and tools to help ignite that spark. So Susan, as I have chills all over my body, Thank you from the bottom of my heart and I know Mina's for connecting with us and sharing sharing all of that with us and letting us share it with our listeners. Yeah, I I just love that so much. I mean, it truly just, you know, you feel so powerless in in certain seasons of your life. I've been there where I've had to take care of it wasn't my mom or dad, but it was my grandma and she's the one who had raised us and taking care of someone and feeling powerless and and being in that situation, it does make you feel so alone. So I am so glad that we are there with you. And I hope to see you on the other side of it too, when you're doing amazing in your business again. So yeah, so please share with us. We want to stay connected with you. And for all of our product bosses, we're doing this for all of us. Like we too felt alone in this in this world of having product businesses, you know? And we had found each other in a service-based world and then we are reaching out to all of you. So we just so appreciate you when you connect with us on Instagram. Like we said, we are on our direct messages. Like we're chatting with you. If you're watching our stories, if you jump over to our Facebook community where there's a lot of product bosses sharing tips and tools with each other. And we always read our reviews. So we would love for you, if you can, to stop right now and subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review if you get a chance and share it with someone that you think also is looking for this community. Thank you again and make sure to subscribe so we can stay connected with you and keep growing this community. Yeah. I kind of want to do kind of redirect the... I want to interview Jacqueline a little (laughs) bit on how she's felt about this year in review. Okay. So this is something I do all the time with the projects that I do. And we actually just did a masterclass with our masterminders about this and reviewing the projects that you're doing in your business. Right. So Jacqueline, question number one, do you feel like this project of the podcast was successful? Um, a hundred (laughs) percent. So it is a lot of work. So we talk about, you know, high effort type projects and whatnot. This is a lot of work as people say, but it's also so joyful. So what my word of the year, what I wanted a couple of years ago was I wanted joy. So I felt a little bit like Susan, like in certain ways you start to feel burnt out and something needs to ignite that spark or, or help with creativity. And I think with you, Mina, I have worked for so many years on my own. And so having a partner that I jive with to connect on. And like I say it all the time, but speak our love language, which is literally business and innovating and being creative and then being able to connect with other people and to meet other people. Like again, we're all over the place and we've got young kids and we're at home a lot. And the people we interact with aren't necessarily maybe the people we interacted with before the current lives that we have. So it really has allowed me an opportunity to grow my friends, to grow the people I get to connect with and to really like, you know, like I tell you all the time, you're my life partner. (laughs) (laughs) Legally and figuratively. There is a contract. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, Next question. What was unexpected in this journey for you and in this project of the podcast? One that we had so much to talk about. (laughs) Right? Right? Yeah. We have so much to talk about for real. I wanted to give a breakdown since Jacqueline's talking about how we love to talk. So (laughs) this is from December 14th of 2018. So we did 13 guest interviews eight on-air coaching calls, six subscription box episodes, and get this, you guys, over 45 Jacqueline and Mina teaching episodes. So of that, I mean, pretty much 80% of the episodes are us talking and teaching, which is crazy, right? Yeah. And 45 episodes, exactly. Like that is a lot of content. There's people who have different types of podcasts. And I think the other thing that's been really successful for us is that we were able to build a business around it. So it's not something that we we were necessarily planning to be a, a huge business and it sort of happened. And now we have many masterminds and we're working with multiple business, well, lots of businesses and the strategy sessions that people are working with us two to one and we get to dig into their businesses and we've done some in-person masterminds. And I think that part, like since I am, a, I, my business did move into client-based businesses for designer consulting co-op, seeing how that has translated into the product bus. Yeah. We've done a lot, done a lot. And we've made it like a a true business for sure, which kind of leads us into our next question, Jacqueline. That is, what improvements do you see that you could make for the Product Boss podcast? Let's see. Well, we are going to do... (laughs) I gave her no, no advance notice on these. These are very difficult questions. We really like some of the higher level businesses that we're getting. Like we're, we're doing interviews, for example, with some really big companies like product-based companies. And I think sharing those stories with our listeners so, so they can hear what a, like a successful business and how they got there. Because oftentimes people don't realize it's very much the same journey. It just, they've been at it maybe a little bit longer. And sometimes there's like a little bit of advice. So I think we see that in like the Pura Vida episode that we have, which is going to air after this episode. Yeah. The week after. The week after. So listen to that next week. And then the other improvements I think for us is that we're really, we're looking at the content that you guys are liking and jiving with and going to do more of what's working. And so that's what we always talk about with you and products, iterate, right? So don't come up with something new and out of the box, but what is working really well and do more of that. So a lot of you really like the episode, like five mistakes of a product entrepreneur. Okay. So let's talk about some other things to avoid, you know? And I think the last but not least is really spending some quality time on Instagram. So really connecting with our community on Instagram, be it in the stories, doing the IGTV, and also in the DMs, like really just connecting with all of you there because we love it and we like being able to help as well. Yeah. Instagram really allows for us to have that two-way engagement, whereas the podcast is just the one way. So we're actually directly messaging you, yeah. uh, you know, I think one of the improvements that I see is that, you know, kind of related to the whole Instagram thing is that we take more photos. Jack and I both don't like to take a lot of photos. So we have to kind of build that in, you know, taking photos, stopping, yeah. taking a photo, you know, whether it be branded or just, you know, at the conferences that we go to, we actually happen to be seeing each other next week, which is, oh yeah, 
for basically the one year anniversary celebration is reviewing our business at a mastermind together and then seeing where we want to take 2019. You know, the goal was that like, we didn't want you to feel alone. We didn't want to feel alone anymore. And we wanted all of our, the community to realize they're not alone in this and you're not, you're no longer alone. If you were a part of our community, if you listen to the product boss podcast, you are on Instagram with us. If you're in our Facebook community, wherever you are, if you're connected to us, you, I'm telling you now, are no longer alone. There is at least, there are hundreds, if not thousands of people at this point that are willing to connect with you and be there to lift you up and celebrate and take your hand and pull you up when you fall down. So I just, I think that's the biggest thing too, to tell you all, like, you're no longer alone and neither are we because we have you. Yes. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening and for investing your time in us and for making our lives and dreams bigger. So in this episode, we have three of our fellow product bosses joining us. And we did like a little quick interview with three of the different companies to sort of share their like their growth and what they've done over the time that they've spent since they connected with the product boss and where they are today. Thanks everyone. And let's get started. Hey guys. So we are so excited to have Kara Nielsen of Leisure Lane with us. She is an OG product boss from back in the day when Mina and I first launched our masterminds in 2017. She came on board, worked with us. We love her and we follow her now. It's like we were just saying about a year later and we're just so proud of you, Kara. So would you share with our listeners what Leisure Lane is? Thank you. It's good to be here. Um, Leisure Lane, uh, when I grew up in Japan and um, through my experience there, I designed a crossback apron here in the United States. We have a very common standard apron and I love this crossback apron that is all, I mean, everybody wears it in Japan and it's very popular in Europe too. And I thought, why don't we bring some, some style to the United States and a good quality apron? So I designed this apron. That's what I'm selling I'm at the point where I'm starting to develop another one and um, as well as a couple other products, but I'm not announcing those. And it's for moms or adults and kids, right? It's for, I have adults and kids and I have people who are cooking in the kitchen to florists that love to wear it and even some fashion style bloggers and people just, I have so many people tell me that I forgot I even had it on and I'm wearing it in the mall and, and they feel comfortable in it, you know, and, and when's the last time you felt comfortable in an apron outside? <laughs> and um, who's with you right now? What's that noise that we hear in the background? Oh, yes. Sorry. That is no. my baby. She's 11 months old and um, I'm just, she just woke up from her nap. So, so you launched Leisure Lane and you had your baby at the exact same time because you were pregnant during the mastermind. Yes. Yep. I had my baby in January of 2018 and then uh, launched my, my business officially in June of 2018. Amazing. Kara, take us back to then. What were you going through? What were your struggles? Do you remember what it was like back then? Um, oh my gosh. Uh, okay. To start off with, all I knew was I had this vision. I've had it for several years of this crossback apron and I didn't know where to start. And I went to this convention where I looked up for how to buy wholesale fabric. And, um, that's where I met you guys. And that's where it's because of you guys were my first people that I met that were, <laughs> started. I'm not even kidding. 
So that's where I was. I had no product in hand. I didn't even have a pattern or design made yet. And yeah, that's where I started. It's come along quickly. I'm shocked to be where I'm at right now, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's been a year. Sure. So you know, it's it's amazing to reflect too because we're recording this at the end of 2018. So it's been such a big year for you. So I'm sure just even talking about it and going back. So when you came to us, you had the idea, and I know that you were you were looking for contractors and manufacturers to make mm-hmm. the product, and you're sort of still in development mode, yeah. um, or you were testing out testing that out. So you launched in June. What did you do to get ready for June? And then what have you, cause it's about six months now that you've been launched, right? What has happened since launch? Well, um, to get prepared, obviously I needed to go through the manufacturing stage, get my product, wait for the manufacturers to make it. Um, and during that point in time, Oh, I was focusing on getting images of the samples I had and getting my social media going and then trying to decide which social media platform I wanted to work with and what was easiest for me. I actually am a photographer my previous days. (laughs) And I knew that I struggled with Facebook and so, and Instagram was a lot easier for me. So I was focusing on getting my Instagram going and making connections. I wanted to make connections in the industry. I wanted to make sure I had a good photographer and um, somebody who could help, you know, not only produce good images, but also knew other people in the industry. So that's what I was focused on beforehand. And I got to say, uh, before you guys, before meeting you guys, I was very intimidated to reach out to people. I was intimidated by the whole industry because I knew nobody and going through your mastermind really helped me to realize, okay, you know, these people are, are normal people and (laughs) I can contact people and you guys help me figure out who should I contact next. And then come June, I launched, I actually moved to Florida in June, not even kidding. The manufacturer who was local to me at the time finished my aprons two days before my moving truck left to Florida. So I threw those aprons on the moving truck just in time. And then uh, like a week later, I launched the company. And since then, it's been pouring in. Like I've been so grateful that I had my social media ready and prepared and words just been getting out. And I've been trying to collaborate with specific influencers. You know, I, I realized very quickly within the first four months, I can't just send out things to people who have followers. I have to be very specific to my industry. And since then I have collaborated with, oh, I started my Amazon. I actually just started that a couple months ago and um, it's slow coming, but I've got it up there and I'm getting sales. I've also collaborated with uh, the Food Nanny and she's actually purchasing wholesale and it's my first real big wholesale purchase. I've had other small boutique purchases wholesale. And then, uh, Oh joy studios invited me out to a recording, which I guess by the time this podcast launches, it will, it will be announced. That's but so awesome. Yeah. And honestly that happened through just reaching out to her. I guess, I guess she had several applicants. And then one day I was like, Hey, I'm trying to learn this? Do you have something going? Like, have you launched anything to help me learn this side of the business? And she said, well, actually we're filming in a week. Do you want to come out? And they, she had hundreds of applicants and she only chose 10 people. But my point is like, you got to reach out, you know, 
Yeah. And that's so, the biggest thing I learned with you guys. Will you tell us though then, cause people are going to be like, but how, right? So yeah. we all, we all know that we're supposed to be like reaching out to influencers mm-hmm. on Instagram and what, but so what was your sort of method of getting people to respond to you? Cause you have some beautiful pictures and people wearing, wearing your aprons and yeah. you being able to share that content. Well, so I, every influencer or brand is different. I either email Actually, sometimes I will email and then also contact within social media. Um, And for Ojoy specifically, it was the middle of the night and I contacted her on social media. It was her who responded and I just, I don't know. I I just try to find these brands that are very authentic and, you know, they're part of their business, you know, not necessarily like my team's doing it all, you know. So oftentimes I'll email. Very, very rarely I will get an email back and I will offer if I feel like it would be a, a good um, collaboration, I'll offer them an apron and ask if they're interested. I'll tell them no obligations. I don't want this to be a, hey, will you will you um, share my apron? And I don't pay anybody. It's all, I want them to like it. And if they like it, I want them to, you know, I'd be flattered if they shared it, you know? So tell our listeners a story about Food Nanny, how you got her, uh, because it's a little bit of how the co-branding happened. Yeah. A lot of people call it collaboration, but in the product business, it's co-branding uh, right. when you combine your brands. And so can you get into that story? Because I think it's amazing. Yeah. So the other thing, I, I follow a lot of brands and I wait till the right time to reach out to these people. I have been, I want to learn their story before I contact them. I don't want to just contact somebody that I feel is going to be the right fit right out of the gate. I want to learn their story and kind of build a connection with them, have my name pop up every once in a while in their social media. And with Food Nanny, I, I don't know what I was waiting for. I knew that I wanted to send them an apron and work with them eventually. Um, but I was just waiting for that right time when I felt like, okay, now's the time I need to contact them. What happened was they announced this trip to France and I thought, oh my gosh, that sounds so dreamy. I'd love to be a part of it. So I reached out to them. I said, hey, do you have any spots available? Because they were accepting like 20 people to come on this trip to France with them. And they said they had only one spot available and I couldn't talk to my husband in time before that spot, spot was taken. So I'm not going to France. But they responded to me so genuinely and it was them, not somebody, not an employee. And so I responded quickly and said, hey, I'd love to send you an apron. They said, oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. We'd love to receive one of your aprons. That same day that they announced the France trip, they actually also launched their new logo. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to send these aprons to them and I'm going to run down and get them embroidered with their new logo on them. And I sent them- just yeah. genius. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I, I'm grateful I did. At the time, I just, I wasn't thinking this is genius, but <laughs> I, I thought they would like it. And so I sent them, I sent them my full line of colors and they freaked out. They screamed when they opened the box, apparently. And, and they wear them on every single live they do. They hop on lives a couple times a week. They said, hey, we want to offer these to our customers. And so now they're buying from me wholesale. We just launched pre-orders. We'll see where it goes. I mean, that you you were so quick to take action on opportunities, but they were genuine connections. So they're not, That's that was your goal. You wanted to learn about them. And I think even 
I don't know if it was on a podcast that we had on, but that it's like, you can't just cold call these people or just come at them. But if you're genuinely a fan, even, and you're liking and you're commenting and you're already somewhat familiar, then you, and you also know they're like what they need. Right. Right. And she just launched the France trip and announce, you know, hey, here's our new logo. So she's in a big time in her life too. Mm -hmm. And to get that box and open it up and see your logo on aprons, you know, really beautiful crossback aprons, it's got to be just like, oh my gosh, so exciting. No wonder she screamed, right? Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So delightful, right? So you're delighting those people and making it special to them because you took the time to be selective Mm -hmm. and making that genuine connection. So I think that really is why it was successful. Exactly. It was definitely flattering and I always call it proof of concept. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Okay, now I know it's not just me and my friends saying, oh, it's a nice apron, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely worth its value and I'm, I'm flattered. So you're okay. So we're a year out. We've got a collaboration with a major influencer slash brand. You've got wholesale orders. You've launched on Amazon. What do you see happening for yourself in next year? Like what are your big goals? So I want to launch, um, another apron, um, and potentially a couple other products. We'll see. I'm working on it to see if it's going to happen. I'd like to hire my first team members and just grow and see. And I definitely want to work on my Amazon more. I am no guru at Amazon. And <laughs> well, I know I, somebody. Yes, <laughs> I need help. I'll figure it out. <laughs> and are you liking, like, what do you have a preference right now that you like more like wholesale, like direct to customer, direct to business? Well, and speaking of wholesale, that's actually something I want to talk to you too about Jacqueline. Okay. <laughs> I, do. I am loving wholesale. It definitely, it was funny because at that LA convention that I went to. the LA textile show, right? Yeah. 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 Um, there was a speaker there and I forget her name, but she said, go wholesale. That's where the money's at. (laughs) (laughs) And there are people in the audience like, no, I'm doing great on social media. And I'm quickly learning that wholesale is definitely where the money's at. Um, There's been a move out of it, but I think the thing about wholesale, it's kind of the bread and butter, right? So it's kind of that backside that they're doing the selling for you. You just need to get it to them and keep them happy and let them sell for you. So it's, you know, that's exactly what I keep telling my husband. I'm like, they're like, it's so much easier. I just got to make sure the product is perfect and it gets to them on time, but they're still like, I would love to get with a major retailer. And right now I'm just doing the smaller boutiques. Another big goal I have for this next year. Exciting. Well, we are so impressed by you. Um, so impressed. Like your visuals are amazing and what you've been able to accomplish. Like you've got how many kiddos now? I've got four now. Four guys. Four. four. So we're just right. so proud of you and impressed by what you've done and honored that we were some of the first people you'd worked with before oh, you blow up. You. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so grateful. Like, I don't know what I would have done without having you guys be there as I was starting up. Let our listeners know how they can um, reach out to you or find your aprons. I'm on um, Instagram primarily. Um, my tag is Leisure Lane Co. And my website is shopleisurelane.com. Hey, so everybody, we are so excited. We have May of Custom Made. She started with us from the very beginning. She was in our very first mastermind group, which is so special. And we wanted to get her on here to talk about how her life has changed since then and how her business has changed. 
Welcome to the podcast, May. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. This so tell great. us about Custom Made. All right. So Custom Made. I started Custom Made just as a general stationary business back in 2011. It was, I mean, I've, I've had some success with that. It was pretty fun. I had a couple of what I call lucky breaks in the beginning. I worked with the Boston Red Sox and the Texas Rangers, and, and that was all well and good um, until my husband lost his job when I was nine months pregnant. <laughs> um, and so my what was once a hobby very quickly became um, more of a business to me. And so what I did is I went online and I basically started trying to you know find how I could leverage this hobby, like how, how I could turn it into more of a business. Custom made, you know, I had pinned this pin on Pinterest and I kind of pinned it and forgot about it until I couldn't ignore it anymore. It was generating kind of a massive amount of traffic into my business. And I knew, what do I do with this? It felt like a hot potato. <laughs> how do I leverage this? And so I reached out to Mina who I think was actually on her way to go meet you, Jacqueline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she said, hey, listen, I'd love to talk more about this. And that's how she, she introduced me to the beta program. And so I joined that. And that was magical. Do you guys remember? Like the very, of course you remember. That the very was. first one. Oh, it was incredible. And of course you guys blew my mind. And a couple of things that I remember from that specifically, Mina, you gave me permission to own my success. And that was huge for me because I hadn't done that. I kept saying, no, it was lucky. No, it was this. Or I had a Pinterest pin and I didn't really do anything. You know, <laughs> I kept dismissing it. And you're like, okay, so first of all, own this. And second of all, you also said, this could have been yesterday. You also said, can we just get over the fact that this wasn't a Pinterest pin gone viral? Like a viral pin is going to last for a minute. And this has now been, I think, going on three years. <laughs> and so those two things really helped to kind of change my mindset about this product. So the product, it's, it's a tag for baby showers. It's called Papa When She Pops. It's a phrase that I use on my champagne baby shower tags. The tags are tied around mini bottles of champagne and they're handed out to guests, which invite them to join to a collective toast once the baby's born. So, I mean, who's not going to love it? That's so fun, right? And the beta mastermind, you guys kind of just helped ground me a little bit. That was when you told me to own this, you know, to go ahead and focus on this, put this front and center. And then I, I also joined the second mastermind, the one that I immediately followed. But because, because in that season, I don't know if you guys remember, that's kind of a crazy season. You're I mean, like my mom, uh, <laughs> my, yeah, my mother moved in. I mean, that's a story all of all alone. I have two young kids at home. I was, you know, but that's when you said, okay, so I was having trouble finding help. I didn't know where to look for help because this is a product that I have to make by hand. I remember during that time, I, I hired a housekeeper and I was looking for a mother's helper to help me, at least for the kids. But I just remember kind of being on the fence, which way do I go with this? You know? But you were also blowing up. Like I remember yeah, it, was blowing it, was up. Like it was blowing up. Like I, if I rolled over in the middle of the night, like if it was two three in the morning, I was getting up and it didn't matter that I went to bed at midnight. It was just yeah. bing, 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 which at first was really fun, but that chiching after a while, it's like, <laughs> oh no. Oh my God, money just keeps being thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the thing, right? Like you were in this challenge of one owning it. And I just want to tell you right, right now, like how proud I am of you that a year later you're on a podcast talking about it because it felt like something you wanted to keep secret. Like you were afraid it would be taken away from you. And yes. yeah, and I definitely have some mindset stuff to work out there, don't I? Like big, 
major mindset stuff. But welcome. You just announced it to our podcast. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm really proud. And then there also, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but any of other products you sell, but you were also dealing with that thing of like, you want to be a mom, you're a very good mom and you have this business that's blowing up and you still want to be the maker of it. So yeah. you have the challenge between being the maker, the business owner and the mom. And so we were kind of just allow, we were helping you decide where you wanted to stand in that. And you actually told us you wanted to be with your kids more to help you with your process then to make that a bit easier. It's really difficult to marry all that, isn't it? Like there's so many directions that we want to go and we can't do it all well. We can't do all of those things. And so I did have to take a step back. Having my mom move in with me, that was debilitating for a season, for a while. You guys gave me the confidence in myself, not that you can give confidence away, but you, you made me feel, you helped me to feel about myself that I deserve to be here. And that's incredible, Mm. you know, and that's not one thing that I can pinpoint. It's not, you know, well, there's certain things I can pinpoint that you guys have have really helped me with my business, but those are many conversations. That's a lot of reassurance. I don't know if reassurance is the right word, but it was very validating being in this group of such highly successful product entrepreneurs to be included among all of you. That's a pretty cool thing. That's a pretty cool thing. Thank you so much, May. That is seriously so touching. And we felt the same way about that whole entire group and especially you. You were of the ones that I had invited that I knew in my previous life. What do you see for yourself on the horizon and what do you want to get from our group now that you're back in? We actually moved this past summer and both of my kids are now in school, at least part-time. So that has opened up a lot of time for me to focus on this and just charge forward. But I feel like, you know, I've collected a lot of data and some good, some bad, but all good, right? We can use all that information. Finally ready to charge forward, you know? And I know that you two are the ones, like, you two are the ones that I know, Mina, nothing ever falls out of your mouth that's not on purpose, you know? Um, (laughs) And I feel like Jacqueline often takes that information and just shows me how to implement it. So you're just the, you're like the wonder twin powers activate, you know? And I just feel like I'm in very good hands. I think we all need that, you know? This, this entrepreneur stuff, it's very difficult. It can be very lonely. And it's wonderful to have capable people to bounce ideas off of and say, hey, May, let's go this way. Yeah, keep doing this. Or lean into this a little bit more. Maybe dial back a little bit here. That's what I need. And I know that you guys are going to do that. I know that you guys have done it before and you're going to help me again. The big difference is that this time I'm ready. This yeah. time I'm really ready to move yeah. forward. But what, I think what Mean and I are really excited about, and you were actually our inspiration in doing this higher level mastermind because it was kind of, it was amazing to watch how you've grown in the year from, from juggling so many things and not being fully convinced you were a real business, but like you said, you thought it was more like luck or by chance versus like you actually did do the work and got you there. Now you were full on. There's no way you can discredit the type of business and the, the level that you're at. And now it's about actually, I think for you, like building this structure and, and forecasting because kiddos are out of the house a bit more, deciding what life you want and how you want to keep pursuing it. And you, you really are incredible. And, and what I was saying about the stories that we share about you is just like, I remember we were in the second month of the year and you're like, you guys have already surpassed what I did last year. Yeah. And we're like, holy moly in two months, yeah. what, how quickly yeah. your business is growing and that you yeah, need to insane. keep up with it. It's been insane. It's been money that I'm not even comfortable handling myself. So we have an accountant now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we came pretty close to, what do you call it? Four times. So whatever, four times my previous year. So it's, it's been, it's been incredible. <sighs> Amazing. Yeah. 
So good job, lady. And congratulations on being this like amazing, successful business owner. And I'm proud of you for owning it. Do you want to share with everyone how they can connect with you? Sure. I have a, a website at poppitwhenshepops.shop. And you can also find me on Instagram at poppitwhenshepops. Great. Thank you, May. Thank you. Hey guys, we are so excited. We have Marilyn De La Hose on today and she is from With Love Studio. And if that sounds familiar, it's probably because you've heard us talk about her before <laughs> on multiple episodes. So welcome, Marilyn. Hi, thank you for having me. So tell our listeners just a little bit about your business. What do you do? So I started off making t-shirts for my kids for different events and Actually, when my original business partner, my best friend and I started doing this together, we had taken it over from another friend who was just moving and she was over making shirts and we just said, okay, we'll help, you know, we'll, we'll take over. And it kind of just went from something working out of our garage and making shirts for events and holidays and Disney trips and all the things you can imagine. And it's kind of transformed into this you know, online business world that I didn't even know existed before a year and a half ago, to be honest with you. And now we're working um, directly with business owners and mom entrepreneurs and just helping get their brand messaging out there and, and kind of it's, it's taken a little shift. I still do all the graphic tees and all that fun stuff like the vacation things. But then now I'm seeing more of an influx of people wanting to really brand their business and use products in a different way. And so you make custom shirts. So what people were coming to you for like custom items was that they could tell you like, I want these words and you'll put them on sort of thing. And um, you have a really big following on Instagram as well. Yeah. People would literally sketch out on a piece of paper. Like they would hand draw, like, I really want this on a shirt or they would send ideas they'd find on Pinterest, but they wanted different or they just want something custom to their trip or their holiday or their thing. So it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Marilyn's actually part of our current mastermind. We didn't mention that. She's um, in the Holiday to Halo masterminds. If you've been listening, <laughs> you know about that mastermind. And so we just crossed the four-month mark. And so Marilyn, would you say your business has changed in like the last four months or so? I would. I think that um, when I started in the masterminds, it was, I was in the thick of it with all of the um, kind of teas for personal stuff. Um, the events, food and wine is huge down here. So like a lot of food and wine shirts and, and events. And then when I started working with the product boss mastermind, it was just a matter of like shift, finding that clarity of like, okay, this is great, but I want more. I want, I want to dig a little deeper. I want to help women like me kind of get their message out there and, and figure out like how I can do that and how I can obviously maintain what I've built, but now branch out into something new. And, and the mastermind has helped me tremendously um, working with other women in this space, like that have products and that have knowledge in different areas kind of, and, and use it for my own business kind of to help myself grow. Yeah. You guys are so supportive of each other too, because you want to tell us a little bit about what you guys did at the holiday together? Yeah, we all had different kind of gift guides or giveaways or we, it was just like a collaborative, like everybody kind of came up with their own event or their own idea. And then everybody just either donated a product or donated a post or, you know, it was just kind of, it was, it wasn't even like really coordinated. It was just kind of like, Hey guys, we're doing this boom. And everybody on that thread just added what they wanted to do. And it was super easy and awesome. I think I've made shirts for most of the ladies 
in the group, including me. <laughs> and it's and it's just and it's been organic. It's been super easy. Like, and that's what really what I want. I want to help solve that problem. It's like, oh my god, I need a shirt. Who do I call? They know. Like, it's automatic that they're going to call me or they're going to tag me or you know or those things. So that's kind of been that's been the best part of it is that that relationship, that community, that collaboration, and the ideas and all that stuff. So. And how are you feeling now that it's January? You know what? It it was really on. It was like a support group during the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so many highs and lows between like the Black Friday and all of that Cyber Monday and all of the rush, you know, of, of getting all that prepared and the lead up and then like realizing the big boxes and the Amazons and all these other places that are kind of so out in front in those holidays and knowing that you're not alone, you know, like, yeah, we, we sold well, we did well, but at the same time, you know, our expectations were kind of measured because we had each other to bounce like the, the feedback off of and then leading into Christmas and then all the different ideas of how to prepare and how to kind of say, okay, guys, this is all going good now, but remember the last two weeks, everybody's kind of shut down. So it's like, it, it, it was really like a support group at that point, just because, you know, like you have your ideas and you have all these, you know, expectations and things that you want to accomplish, but you also have, you know, people that are in the same kind of product space that are like, hey, this is normal. <laughs> I think, and we talk about this all the time and we have a video coming out soon that we're going to share with everyone about the product boss, but we always talk about how, you feel like you're on this like island by yourself, right? You feel like these problems are only yours. It must be so much easier for other people or, you know, like you're, you're not in the world of others. And so you don't know what other people are experiencing. And so I think, and May, who's also on this episode said a very similar thing, like being a part of a product community where you're like, like you said, the last two weeks slow down everyone, it's like consistent or maybe someone else is jumping up, but that's because they've got something that's coming out then, or it's something to learn from. So, and I mean, Marilyn, you're such a thought leader in our group as well. Like you, you have such great advice that you offer people. I mean, you're really a strong component of our, of our mastermind. And so I just think, I think the consistent thing that I'm hearing, which is again, going back to why Mina and I started this, this business, this community was for community for product businesses like that we we speak the same love language <laughs> absolutely yeah. and that's and that's another thing we had mentioned before we jumped on is you know i'm enjoying service-based groups and 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 it's not they don't they're not directly service-based but it's kind of the general you know communities that women that offer their services whether it's copywriting or social media marketing or and and they're all great but it's just a different language it's kind of a it's a different layer of stuff, packaging, branding, what, how much things weigh, shipping, like it's a different world. And, and having a place where you can come and, and go through the podcast kind of list and say, okay, what am I struggling with today? Or, or even on the mastermind and say, Hey guys, talk to me, everything. I need to know everything you know about flash sales. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you, you see them and they happen all the time and you get marketed, you know, like you get stuff in your inbox all day about Zulivy and Jane and this and that, but really like you get to see kind of behind the scenes and know exactly where to, you know, what to do and what are the best ways to approach these places so that you have more success. So let me ask you a question then, because this is in our pre-call, so just to bring it into the podcast, but you were saying one of the things that you found clarity on in this group, so let's talk about the next 
about two and a half months or so in this group, but you were saying that you went from one thing and you're maybe feeling like you're transitioning into somewhere else. Can you talk about that a little bit with your business? So the transition that that I feel is happening and the clarity that I'm finding now at this point is that I really enjoy helping other business owners and people like me get their message out there and kind of, I'm, I'm shifting more into like the ideas part of things where kind of coming up with different ways to use products in your service-based business or in your coaching or in your podcasting or in like just how you can elevate your business with products. Mainly right now, it's like shirts, totes, mugs, you know, like the, 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 the simple stuff, but we can even go into like branded boxes and onboarding and client experiences and all these different, <laughs> all these different ways of kind of using products to elevate your your visibility, your social media, like all these different ways that you can use it because people are tagging and unboxing and opening things live and just to kind of infuse that a little bit in your business on a day-to-day basis. And it could be a trickle. It doesn't have to be an all right, you know, outright subscription box, but people that are already paying you money, you could really offer them this kind of service and it's curated and it's very specific to your brand. And, you know, it just does something a little extra where snail mail is coming back. I have amazing high hopes for you and I know Mm -hmm. that you'll do so, so well. You're so connected and you're so personal. So I think it just aligns perfectly. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think you're right on in the fact that, so we went through this whole period of time where people were doing online courses, you know, and there wasn't a lot of connection to the expert. And now the, the turn of the mastermind, working with experts and coaches, and so it is more personable. So there are a lot of gifts actually going back and forth between coaches and their community. And we have podcast guests and sending things to them, you know, so, so there's a lot of that. And then the thing is, is that I'm literally packaging stuff you guys will get, (laughs) but I don't want to send it through Amazon. I don't want like an Amazon box to show up. It doesn't feel special. And so what you're doing like this, like custom packaging, like on brand, it is a time where it just, it makes it feel special. It makes the release, it reinforces that relationship. And so I do love that you see this, you have this foresight into your business of where you've been, what you've learned, the communities that you have been in to see what their needs are and that you you already have all the tools to do this however you want and you now have those connections. So even though you've had our product boss community, you're in those service-based companies as one of the few probably product-based companies and you can actually serve them, which I love. Yeah, and it's and it's pretty exciting, especially now that like we're coming into the year where I can really plan and set it up and position it so that I can say, okay, guys, I'm opening for, you know, this amount of people or this amount of time, like to kind of get your applications in to see how we can help your business and and move forward and and just kind of like really set myself up for, you know, the third and fourth quarter, which are my busy seasons, but just to have everything kind of laid out for that. So it's kind of crazy that I'm like, we're literally just at the beginning of January and I'm trying to think about, okay, how can I make, you know, September to December that, how can I set that up? (laughs) Did you do that before? Like, did you did you plan out that far ahead? I did not. <laughs> I did not. And honestly, being a part of, of the mastermind has helped me really kind of figure that out because you realize how much planning it takes and how much sourcing it takes and how much everything, like even, even you know, scaling and ordering the material and getting people and all, all these different layers of things that you need to have ready for the season. So it's just kind of like, okay, if this is going to be my thing, gifts when are gifts given at the end of the year. So I've got to kind of work backwards. Shifting that mindset, like I learned about where to find interns. I learned about, you know, just content planning and, and, and different ways of kind of utilizing 
days that are already on the calendar, like, you know, cupcake day or sticker day or, you know, just different things like that to kind of mold it into what you're doing. And there's a lot of things out there right now, but just when it's so product specific, it makes it easier to like weed through the noise. You have a lot of your business figured out. And so I guess I just want to say thank you to you. I feel honored that you trust us with your business and your livelihood and like what you spend your time doing. Absolutely. I will. I tell everybody who will listen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Marilyn, for being on and we'll see you on Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. (laughs) This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, product bosses, let's make it happen.